listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. Morning, uh, Peter. Morning, Jim. Morning, Morning. Richie. Um, are you going to do your uh, absolute? Oh, radio I've got to do that, that thing. Stuff. Sorry, do you, the, want... uh, yeah. this, you know the notes were way over to my left. I don't want to seem like I'm helping you out in, uh, in your career. Sarah's um, producing today, and I've got every confidence in her. <coughs> it's not been a great start. <laughs> So, um, this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text the show on 8.12.15, follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio, or email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Frank? Mm-hmm. We've heard from the outside world already this morning. <clears throat> yeah, indeed. Oh, yeah. We've had some tweets in. Firstly, and very excitingly, James Wadham has been in touch to say, does Frank realise he's part of a top Trump's card set now? He gets beaten by Rusty the Dalek, though, don't we all, dear? Well, still, we check do, out we're his... doing the s and community. That's, that's great news. Is he still going, is he, Rusty? Yeah, we call him the Dalek because he likes yeah. to, uh, he likes to use why. one of those um, <laughs> kitchen plungers. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> I knew you were going to tell people why. Um, oh, I did know that. In fact, of course, I own, um, well, I actually own two different copies of that Top Trumps set. Hey, that's exciting <clears throat> Just for the Buzz. Two. That's the bit Is that's Buzz excited? Um, I haven't told him yet. I don't oh. think he knows the concept of Top Trumps. Are they big with the small children now, Top Trumps? They used Top to Trumps be. works for Have kids, they been yeah. destroyed by um, the, the President Trump? <laughs> Not yet. Oh, I thought you meant that the basis, that the entire basis of them is a bit too competitive as well. It'd yeah. be good, wouldn't it, if there was one based just on the Trump family? So, oh, you that know, would be good. And all the little ones. Oh, I've got Junior. Trump. Yeah, another yeah. business idea you've had there. Yeah, exactly. Go on, take it. Take Someone it. Someone will be thinking. I'd like that. Uh, Tiffany. Good luck with it. Feed your family. <laughs> She's my favourite Trump, Tiffany. I don't know Tiffany. Well, Trump. there you go. Yeah. That's why she's my favourite. Yeah, what would she that. score for bravery? <laughs> you, my my friend, scored thirty-two. Thirty-two for bravery. That's I'm having that. Score. That's For, a good Forty-eight score. brains, two terror. There you go. That sounds really a fair uh, summary of uh, my life. Yeah, I'd say so. I think it is based on your role in the uh, Doctor Who yeah, franchise. Yeah, so I mean, physical so. bravery would be a bit lower. Right. Terror. I'm low on terror. Mm-hmm. Generally yeah. speaking. But um, brains, obviously. Yeah. Big time. Up there, isn't it? Scrawled <laughs> anything to say about yourself? Not, not for uh, Frank, I don't think. I don't, yeah, you are. I don't think. There'll be professors listening, this snorting with derision. Maybe. Um, I uh, I have an email that I found on my Friday night troll that I think... Get if, you? If we have any new readers of the show, um, this, this, I think, gives them kind of a, a little taste of the flavour that this show can bring. Uh, hi, Alan. G'day, Frank. Hi, DME, darling Miss Emily. Mm. Uh, Divine Miss Emily, even. Yep. Got a slightly odd correctione for you. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, odd in so much as that I thought last week that Frank was wrong to refer to the common brickwork pattern along the top of many castle walls as castellation. I, I was sure that he ought to have said crenellation. Whilst I'm a long-time li- long listener of the show... I am a lifelong pedant and was keen to point out Frank's mistake to him in the form of a correctione. However, discussing this point with my wife, she told me that Frank wasn't actually wrong, but that I wasn't either. Both terms can be used. There you go. Then we switched to caps. Who knew? No. Well, well, my wife did, but then she grew up in a house with crenellation, or should that be castellation? Praise redacted as per your request, Nugget. 
Darren. Oh, okay. Thanks, I think that Margaret. has a lot of the sort of things that we talk about in there. Castellations, crenellations and crexiones. Yes. And, yeah. and massive pedantry. <laughs> yes, it's, uh, it's a very um, castle-themed show, generally speaking. <laughs> <laughs> I sometimes think we might have turret syndrome. <laughs> Absolute. Absolute. Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We've had another tweet in, this time from Kate... Oh, yeah. She says, whatever happened to tubes in meat? When we were kids, we often found tubes in mints, especially in school dinners. Or is it that I just don't eat school dinners anymore? Now, the thing is, this sounded quite familiar to me because Mm. I believe this was one of... When Frank Skinner was a guest on Room 101 many years ago, was this not one of your inclusions, Frank? It was. um Exactly that. I chose some. Mm. Um, I chose tubes in me, and uh, it was uh, when Nick Hancock hosted it. The, fir- yeah. the first doctor, as I like to call it. <laughs> I'm the third doctor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, they found me some fabulous examples. Um, one got like multiple arteries running through it. Yeah. I think I described it as a um, a meat harmonica <laughs> <laughs> and attempted to play it on the show. Well, I think this but, yeah, is great just... minds, great minds, Kate. What? Well, great minds, and also just highlights what I often think is that when I have an amusing thought, I think Frank's got there first. Right? Oh. <laughs> but here's a question: Did um, did it go in room 101? The tubes yes. and meat thing, because that could oh. be that could be her answer when when she says what happened to it. The answer could oh, be that's why Frank got it in room 101, <laughs> and now oh, it's not I here anymore. I don't, I don't know. Perhaps the show has more power than any of us realised. <laughs> That's um, that's possible, yeah. Um, I was, funnily enough, I was I was um, in, I was invited to a screening of um, Sophie's Choice at the BFI. Just oh, let me review. <laughs> and um, I, that was one of my choices on the um, Sophie's Choice. Yeah, <laughs> I had a terrible thing when I got the. Uh, we borrowed my brother's VHS um, player. He was one of the first men, I think. I think in Britain to have a VHS player. Really. And um, we, when he went on holiday, he was frightened about leaving it in the house. What, so our we, Keith was? No, our Terry. Oh, our Terry. So Sorry. we took, <laughs> took it over to uh, to our house for safety. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, it took it took a bit of shifting. It was a big, right. big... So I thought I'd get a nice weepy in for my mum and dad to watch, and there's a lot of swearing in Sophie's Choice. Oh, yeah. Dear. I had to walk out the room. Oh, no. And then my mum came and knocked on my door, and I said, no, please, I can't go back down there. And she said, um, you've got to, we, we don't know how to switch it off. And I could hear this swearing coming from, oh, was, so I hate Sophie's choice. Um, well, she didn't like it much either. No, that was, it was a grim one, admittedly. But, you know, if you're going to make an omelette. So, oh, I'll tell you what I did this week. It's, it's you know, Christmas is, uh, is imminent. It's upon us. Um, I don't know if you remember him, and he was Mr. Humphreys in uh, Are You Being Served? <laughs> um, so I went to uh, the old Vic. Did you? Lovely. Scene of the crime. <laughs> and um, I went to the old Vic and, uh, for Christmas Carol. Oh, oh yes. yes. Which is uh, an, a new adaptation with... I'm going to I'm going to try this now. Reese fans. Yes. All right. yeah. Now, is this your one of your brother-in-law's productions? It is my. It is yes. My 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 brother-in-law um, did it, and um, 
He, uh, obviously, Charles Dickens did he? Yeah. But he but adapted. He's your brother-in-law, yeah. He is. He, Charles, Charles Dickens, Dickens, my brother-in-law. Yeah. Um, um, I can, I can now. You get announce. lots of lovely tickets since he's been in the family. <laughs> oh, I'm a bit jelly bags. Look, I got tickets before. <laughs> <laughs> but what about this? So we got there, and um, he, uh, he, he got. You know, you can buy the book of the script when you go into a theatre sometimes. With oh yes. So um, he dashed off to the counter and he got me the book of the script. Didn't give one any, any of the other any of the other party of our party. Didn't mm. get them one. Just got me one. Oh. I thought, well, that's lovely. That's yeah. nice. And he said, have a look at the. Uh, and I had a look and um, the dedication for Frank. No. no. Oh man. Oh, shut up. I was. Uh, Ah, even talking about it now, I get a bit tingling. I would be really oh. choked up by that. And Rhys Evans, who was, uh, <laughs> was marvellous in it, a Scrooge, I saw him after and said, are oh, you absolutely brilliant? Which is it's great when you see someone you can just be honest. Yes, to lie and it was about good. It. Yeah. I have really said it's had raves. And I said, and by the way, have you seen this? I got the old... <laughs> <laughs> then I saw Eunice Stobbs. I said, hello, you. have you seen this? And I became the party ball showing my oh, did you? dedication. Oh. I mean, even to people who are in it. Yeah. You've got to be careful you know, showing your dedication off these nice. days. It wasn't about me. <laughs> no. Although it is. But the, what I was going to say is they sang... Um, one of, there was lots of Christmas carols, sort of, you know, sort of background music and stuff, sung, sung by the cast. And uh, one of them was um, God Rest Ye... Um, Mary Gentleman. I had to yeah. stop myself there because I've never um, suffered much with the spoonerism. You know the spoonerism when you reverse the beginnings of words? Yes. But I said, um, somebody was talking about um, the thing and Scrooge doesn't like that particular um, hymn. And I said, oh yeah, um, God rest ye, Jerry Mentleman. Oh. <laughs> and I think someone thought I was being pro-Nazi. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I'm still, I'm still um, talking about the uh, the dedication. Oh, the Christmas oh, Carol. Oh, yeah. Right. Oh, I felt like singing dedication. Dun, dun, dun. The Russ Abbott song. No, Roy Castle. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. You're thinking, you're thinking of atmosphere. I was. Yeah. yeah. I was one out, wasn't I? Really. <laughs> anyway, uh, God sorry. rest ye, Jerry Mentleman. Oh, I think. Dear. Oh yeah, spoonerism. That that was an accidental pun. Some people would spend their whole life dreaming of making a pun like that. Really? It just fell no. off me like wind people. <laughs> Comedy <spending> people. <laughs> Comedy people. Come on, Jerry Mentleman. I mean, if that's the Nazis summed up in. Uh, in a slight rejig of a popular <laughs> hymn. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to argue with that. Now, I've fact. seen photographs of this uh, stills, press stills, I believe they're called, of uh, Christmas Carol. Oh, yeah. And She's I, a lovely girl. Well, <laughs> my mother, who was an actress, always said the most insulting thing you can say to someone after a performance of any sort is, your hair look nice. <laughs> oh, yeah. But I do think Risa Fan's hair looked nice. Oh. I think he's a brilliant actor and I've, he's had good reviews, but I just thought he's found his look. It oh, happens really? to you what? at stage and his hair looked great. Victorian Miser look. Yes. That look is Scrooge. I love it's that. a great look for him. I, I love Victorian oh. Miser chic. <laughs> <laughs> That's really the thing this season. It really suited him. I did think about that because he's obviously he's a, he's a bloke from a poor background, Scrooge, who right. gets rich yeah. and then becomes... Um, 
very uh, taciturn <laughs> and uh, doesn't have any friends. Oh. I started to think a bit more about the dedication. And... <laughs> <laughs> there, was a hint, there was a hint being dropped. I'm still concerned that you think his hair in the show is his hair in real life. <laughs> well, if it's not, I want a word with well, him. Well, when I spoke to him he after, needs to keep he, still it had, like that. he still had the sideburns and Good. All that. Can oh, you tell really? him to keep it like that? Well, Thanks. well I, d- I don't think I met him once. Oh, OK. That, that's slightly limiting for an actor, though, if you say you have to keep your hair like that. Well, sometimes you find your look. Group. Frank Skinner has found his look hair-wise. Mm. It's been long. Yes. It has. And now I prefer it's been it. It's shorter than this. I like it as it is. I have Thank a friend... Uh, oh, don't show off. Yeah, on the radio <laughs> with his bursting ways. Yeah. yeah. I have a friend who's a, a very keen mod. You know mods? Oh, they, yes. They love oh, the I rules, don't they, I mods? remember them. And he carries a, um, a photograph of Paul Weller in his wallet in case he ever goes for a haircut, and then he just shows them, I ah. want this, and they cut his hair like that. So maybe Reese. I love. Ethans I want this, like Little Britain, just, yeah, yeah. Lou and Andy. <laughs> maybe Reese Ethans could just carry a copy of. Reese Ethans. Is it Ethans? Ethans. I think Reese Ethans. Oh yes. Sorry, I, I would say. I would say Reese Ethans. Oh, okay. Okay. You say potato. <laughs> um, yeah. I was. Uh, maybe you need. To I must have told you about when I was on tour and I had my hair cut and the bloke said, "How oh, would you like it?" And there was a poster of me across the road and I thought, <laughs> "I want it like that." I mean, come on. Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Um, We've just had a whatever happened to text in. Oh, yes. Um, Hi, Frank, Alan and Emily. Whatever happened to pulling up all the windscreen wipers on your friend's car if you see their car parked in town? Oh, yeah. (laughs) What's that? I've never so done that. I think that. that's gone, but I've had it done to me recently by exactly the sort of person that would also flick a towel at you if you were to go oh, past yeah. them. Like, but what's it's the point of it? A, it's it's a just, a, just a oh. minor irritation, kind of, uh, you know, matey, almost sort of bullying bants, oh, I would say. I don't <laughs> that, yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah, Jock but... behaviour. Well, um, mm. Coulthard and Wilson... I'm not yeah, they quite... would have done it. Yeah, they're a sh- they're, I believe there's a shoe shop. They say, whatever happened to having a crick in the neck? Oh, I think oh. that's still going, isn't it? Is it? I haven't had a crick for a long time. Haven't you? Oh, sorry about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> whatever happened to blood groups? That was... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> People were always used to talk about blood groups. What, what blood type you are? A, you like, still have a blood group, No, I know we still have yeah. one, but no one talks about it. It used to be yeah. like a first date thing. So, yes. what's your blood group? Really? Well, you're right. Oh, it was a, yeah. You had some very thorough first dates, didn't that you? always cropped up. Ten. Then, you know, if you were both... You know, if, if you evolved in an accident. Is it type O? Well, so, if, you Tony know, Hancock based an entire comedy conceit around it. Did he? I believe so. Well, I mean, he, he, blood transfusion, yeah. but the blood group thing, yeah. You'd always ask on a first date. Well, there was more drinking and driving in those days. Often, <laughs> often you had to, you know, you both ended up in hospital and you were, help, you were helping out. But yeah, it used to be, um, oh, I mean, I, I don't have my own now. I honestly don't on my own. But you oh. would have then. Yes. Oh. I certainly don't know any of yours. I mean, we've never discussed it. <laughs> I don't think I know my own. Isn't that amazing? We're doing this well, show. Well, I'm Reese's negative, which sounds like a character in Game of Thrones. I think he was um, Ebenezer Scrooge. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's gone anyway. Gone, another thing. There's gone. a lovely photo in What's On Stage has just come up of you with uh, your cat. 
Oh, yeah. Backstage uh, and your brother-in-law and Risa fans. Risa fans. Yeah. Go and you've got the... Risa fans. You're wearing the strawberry V-neck, which you've got on today. I am. I'll nice. tell you why I'm wearing this. I, you call it strawberry, I'm calling it pink. I'm yeah, calling I'll it burnt gone. rose. I'll, I'll go puce. Okay. Um, puce? The reason I'm wearing it is that um, my uh, child at school um, told the kids that... Um, he, one of his favourite colours was pink and mm-hmm. he got um, mocked and laughed at by his schoolmates and he came home a bit oh. upset. Oh, that's a shame. So I've worn a pink jumper all week in uh, right. solidarity. Oh, good. Yeah. Not that I'm in solidarity anymore. I feel we achieved our ends um, when uh, Gorbachev brought down Sovietism. Yes. Mm. Um, I, I've got, speaking of acting, I think we were, I've got uh, I've got an acting job this week, which I can't talk too much Congratulations. about. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Yeah, well um, done. Uh, and I play, the, here's, the, here's the Rob, I, here's the Rob, <laughs> I, um, I have to play a Cockney. Oh, no. okay. That's what I thought. How's that going to go? Well, that's well, a good question. One of my pet hates. I think what I'd put into Room 101, if I was on there, again, after meat and tubes, mm-hmm. is um, when you see something and they don't quite get the accent. Oh, yeah. yeah. Don't quite get it. And it lapses. Yeah. I mean, you do do a lot of the voices on here. I know, but a consistent. Often with a plan. What about when Frank had to do an audition with an American accent? I know. That didn't go well. No, well, I only do one American accent, as you know. Do you want to do the voice that you did in the audition, please, Frank? Well, I was playing, I was playing, I believe it was a gay lawyer. Right. um, In a film called um, L.A. Law or something like that. L.A. Law was a popular television. Oh, no, maybe it wasn't that. It had the word law in it. Okay. Um, Law-abiding citizen. <laughs> um, maybe. Yeah. Anyway, I was a gay lawyer and I was talking to this woman about how everyone was on their um, laptops in this place and no one was talking to each other. But the only American voice I do is Wild West old-timer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so she says something like, um, it's busy in here today, Paul. And I said, yeah. <laughs> but uh, wh- one thing I don't get is why everyone sits there on their laptop. <laughs> why don't they talk to their real friends? <laughs> she just looked at me in <laughs> astonishment. <laughs> <laughs> Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. So, uh, any tips on the Cockney accent? Well, you're both, oh. you're both um, actors. Well, I would say don't go for what I call rather Cockney. Oh, which is yeah. what? Which so many, which can is I a bit Barbara Windsor. Can I say... All right, darling, how you doing? Well, I, I agree with that, except mm. there is a slight distinction. This is set in the 1960s, when oh. one feel, and it's also yeah. in the underworld... When one feels oh. so us a bit more of the old... Uh... That's here. That sounds all good. right, you know. I'll tell you what I'm worried about. I, I didn't like that. that. Oh, didn't mind it. Had I a like touch of um, Frank Butcher <laughs> to me. Like, is that okay. who you're basing it on? What's um, his name? I'm not, not especially that small. Wallop! <laughs> <What's> <laughs> um, I, um, I had to say uh, my, aunt, I, I, my auntie's in it, and that was what I struggled with. Because oh. would, a, would a, a 60s cockney say... Auntie, oh, yeah. and lose the mm. T altogether, or would he say Auntie? Well, the second oh. is a bit more your modern Cockney, your Danny yeah. Dyer, yeah. Auntie. Whereas I think you might be right to go for the first Auntie. Yeah, <laughs> it's a slightly slightly donkey esque. Yeah. Hang on, <laughs> Auntie or Auntie? 
Yeah. 8, 12, 15. Yeah, you go. There must be some cockneys <laughs> listening. Just put down the fruit for yeah. one second. I know, <laughs> I, know you're laying, I know you're laying the stall out at this time. Actually, it's probably out by now, isn't it? I yeah. think. Yeah, just have, a, just have a moment. And should I say Artie or Auntie? <laughs> Yeah, I um, think. Well, uh, the producer is nodding in. at the second one, but then she is she's the younger she, Jen. She's oh. from Hull. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to ask someone from Hull about my Cockney accent because she's producer. She thinks an authority figure on everything. Skinner, Dean, and Cochran together, the Frank Skinner Show. Absolute Radio. I went to the uh, House of Lords. This Did you? Week. Oh, yeah. I saw a thing. I mean, I'm. I'm. What was that for then? Um, I was invited by Baroness Bakewell. Oh, lovely. of course he was. Um, <laughs> she uh, worked with them all, you know. Yeah, she really has. I tell you, I was standing in the. Uh, I, I suppose it was a sort of vestibule. Oh. Um, and um, it was more previous. of a sing, more of a singlet. You've got previous <laughs> with the speaker, Frank. Well, that, that was Commons, though. Oh, yes, Commons. Uh, I've, been there, I've been there when it's been empty, but I've never been in there when it's been in session before. Anyway, um, David Blonkett came in, Lord Blonkett of mm-hmm. um, yeah, Sheffield. somewhere. Yeah. And um, someone, he, he, he can't take the dog in the, in the chambre, so um, the dog was led away and he went off with the white stick. He powered forward with tremendous confidence. Really? Straight, the, the stick went straight through this bloke's legs, standing yeah. in front of me. And he sort of went, whoa! And then he said, oh, sorry, sorry. And then he, then he stuck it in this woman's leg. I mean, he absolutely created <laughs> havoc. They were terrified, these people. <laughs> And um, I really, I, it was brilliant in many ways. I way. quite like him for that. It was David Blonkett thinking, just get out of the way. That's, that's yeah, I haven't got deal. time. But Has he it, still got Sophie? God, it was that's like Darth Vader with the old uh, lightsaber out. <laughs> I don't know what the dog, I thought it was Bess, his dog. No, he had Sophie, the celebrity guide dog. I like her. I'm sure it was Bess. Oh, okay. I've, I, Eight, 12, David Blonkett. I just dog. thought I met a Sophie at the GQ Awards. I may have been wrong. Oh, what the dog? Surely everyone that goes to the GQ Awards meets Asof. But it's not always like a celebrity. Best might have, um, you know, dogs that only forever. Sorry, kids. Um, (laughs) Merry Christmas. But, you know, we we have to accept that. Um, Humans too, just FYI. Sorry, kids. Good point. So I went into, they have a question time. I didn't even know they had a question time at the Lords. Oh, yeah. That was also... um, were you allowed did, to ask the question? Ask no, I oh. couldn't ask. But they get up. They don't have a, the speaker doesn't do that shouting down thing. So they get up and they say, my lords, my lords. And there'll be two people doing it at the same time, like a big standoff. Oh, okay. And sometimes it lasts for like 20 seconds. People go, my lord, my, no, my lord, my lord. And trying to talk over each other. Like, right. on, you know that bit on Mock the Week yeah. when you try to walk up to the microphone? <laughs> and it's they say, exact- is it? Yeah. It's exactly <laughs> like that. It was, um, it was very strange in... I, w- I recently looked up on a website how not to be sexist. Oh, um, yeah. Yes. Oh. It's the... Uh, was it on how not nice to be sexist to com? It was, I can't remember what it's called, but I thought I'd check Did it out. Did the website crash or something? It's an element of speed awareness <laughs> course about it. Yeah. So I had a look, and it said one thing, never, ever talk over a woman. Oh. oh. I know. But, um, Great. But um, it, was, it was completely flouted in the House of Lords. Right. Were, there was... Lord Tebby and this woman, and he's normally such a mild-mannered, yeah. sweet bloke. <laughs> anyway, it was um, it was great. There was uh, the questions. There was two on the aids. Uh, there was Michael Cashman asked a question on the aids. 
You know Michael Cashman? He used to be in EastEnders. Yeah. Oh, now yeah. Lord Cashman. Is he Lord Cashman? Yeah. And then there was a, a, a question about um, old people falling over in the home. Was right. that? Well, I was all ears. <laughs> <laughs> House of Lords, that was a biggie. Yeah. And then it ended with a uh, slap wrist for Donald Trump was the last thing for... Um, was it? He's gone a bit... Um, he's gone he's rogue. Gone, he's gone a bit you've been framed <laughs> yeah. this week. He's not gone rogue. <laughs> no, but he's gone more rogue than yeah, ever. Some people so, were surprised. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so um, he, he was he was attacked as, as, as well. Right? I mean, yeah. formally. Formally attacked. Awesome. It was it was brilliant. Actually, had a great day. Bit of lunch. Bit of lunch in the barrier room. I love the House of Lords. Just a little tip. I'm getting moving that way. Are you Lord Skinner of Aldbury? Oh, this oh. is going to be like when he hinted his way into a Doctor Who role. He's oh. now you know going what? to go on the radio until he's it a lord. Actually worked. <laughs> it worked. Yeah. Exactly. It was what a terrible precedent. I mean, how do you get to be a, a lord, Lord? You don't have oh, to we'll be a soon politician. Find out, think my friends. Mainly, you hint on commercial radio. <laughs> that's is that the way forward? Yep, yeah, absolutely. It started. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text the show on 81215, follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio, or you may, if you wish, email the show via the Absolute Radio website. You choose. Frank, in addition to your Cockney Sparrow role... Oh, yeah. There's been some other big news this week. Oh, yes. I would like to talk about Harkel. That's what I've heard the portmanteau word for them. Harkel. Really? Harry and Meghan Markle. Yeah. Have the you got any is, improvements on Harkle? What about Mary? Well, why can't they? Oh, that's <laughs> that's <good>. topical. <laughs> yeah, Mary. Why can't they um, go with Prince Harry, as in PH, and call them Farkle? <laughs> oh, I'm not sure about Farkle. <laughs> you don't think so? No. I quite like Farkle. Is, it, is there I an think air of jeopardy for I commercial think, radio <laughs> yeah, every time I, I say Farkle? Yes, I'm sure you stop saying it. <laughs> it's uh, Harkle, Harmeg, yeah, Hammy. No, I'm with Mar- I'm with I'm with Harkle. I like Harkle. I think most people are going with royal wedding, aren't they? They're wow. using that as the make, make those bores. Um, so, what do we think of this union? Are we overjoyed? Overjoyed. Are you? Yeah. Well, there's a, I have I have a oh, question. Go on. I think there's Tell been, there's been, a, there's been a, a lot of talk about the mixed race thing, which is great. There's been a hint of that she might be Catholic. Yeah, well, she went to a Catholic school. She went to a Catholic oh. school, but, you know, some of them lapsed up to the eyeballs, is as my phrase is to say. Some do is she a divorcee? Well, well, she's a, she's a divorcee, but we don't know. There could have been a, um, all sorts of uh, stuff going on there. Okay. Could have been um, thingied. Annulled. Annulled. OK. Um, I... Well, I, even if, she, I, even if she's interested. a divorcee, I believe that she can get permission to marry in a church again, can't she? Do you? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, wake up. Wake up. Wake up and smell the incense, mate. Justin um, Welby wished them well. Yeah, but that's a different... That's okay. the other. They're a bit more... Different off. How are they? Are no, they? but it, but if she's a Catholic, right? Right. I know, he's I know he's got the Catholic angle. I know I love he's it. something like fifth in line to the throne. But he's like, sixth. I mean, he's currently, to be fair though, Dan, yeah. Danny Dyer's ninth. Royal, yeah. <laughs> You're about seven. Who do you think you are? Royal, royal family, though. You only need a couple of hunting accidents. You've got a Catholic queen and a ginger king. I think I might have a drink that day. <laughs> 
I what mean, about what about when that person in the crowd when they went on their walkabout and he said, "Well done, getting her. You're a ginger," because he was a, oh, really? was a gin, he was a redheaded man himself who said that. Oh, okay. I see. And Harry responded, "He went, I know." <laughs> Did he? Did he add, "I'm a prince too, by the way"? Yes. Just in on, case you were wondering. On the Danny Dyer front, um, bring him for some tips on the cotton. No, but I. I looked her up and I to, see what, to see what her background was. Um, right. Megan. Um, if she's got any royal lineage. Yeah, and she is related to um, Dan- Edward III. No. Really? Which is the same as Danny Dyer. So she's related to Danny Dyer. Oh, so that's Danny fabulous. Dyer will be in some ways uh, a member of the royal family. That is breaking news. Now, here I don't know how many haunting pretty. accidents we'd need to get him on the throne, but what a, what a thought, though. He proposed over roast chicken, which well, I thought was a, not that, the most romantic of meals. Oh, it's no. great, though, because people are in a, often in a very good mood straight after a roast chicken, don't you think? Well, people think love so. food with a handle. I think so. Yeah. I mean, that's the joy of roast chicken. <laughs> I mean, I've never been proposed to, but I could imagine after eating Have a roast not, chicken, Al? never oh, yeah. been proposed to. <laughs> but after a roast chicken, I think I would probably say yes to most proposals because I'm just in a good mood anyway. You're happy. Just mm. eating a roast chicken. Do you think they had a roast chicken for me? a roast chicken. It might even have been a rotisserie one from a supermarket. Because it's don't a family know, tradition. You know, Henry VIII <laughs> with the old bones going out <laughs> of the shoulder. Yeah. I like to think that lives on. Well, to be fair, Harry has got something of the thin Henry VIII about him. Yeah. Yeah, really? Oh, I think yeah, so. Yeah, I can see that. A bit gap toothed and just something yeah. in the redhead. I'm not and suggesting that Henry VIII's <laughs> the father. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's been some talk, but that puts a tin hat no, on it. I think <laughs> we can confirm that's not being suggested. <laughs> you never know, do you? The spirit, spirit of Henry VIII. Yeah. He's a Henry as well, Harry. That's his real name, isn't it, Henry? And yes. we need to at some we need to discuss sense, the the matchmaker, close quotes. Well we'll come back Who's to that. If, if we're talking about Christmas snacks, <laughs> let's have a gap. Absolute absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So we're talking about Harkel. Now I've got to be completely straight with you. I'm just not buying the matchmaker story. What is the matchmaker story I don't, I don't you've alluded know. to? They what the roast chicken and matchmaker story talking about the meal? Hold your high horses. <laughs> Let the lady speak. Is that? Yeah, don't talk over women. That's one you of the rules of not being sexy. Excuse me. How dare you? We were grilling her. I have been given. <laughs> You're having a laugh. A special <laughs> dispensation by the House of Lords. So. The story, when they asked them, they said, Sir, may I ask how, how you met? Yes, it was um, a friend of ours acted as a matchmaker, a mutual friend, but we don't want to name her. We'd like to protect her privacy. Oh. Hmm. Is there a friend? Or was he just a massive fan of her show? Oh. And I'm just saying maybe, I don't know this happened, but maybe one of his people got in touch and oh. arranged a meeting. Do you think it's like old, uh, Michael Caine? Michael Caine. Well, I will marry that I was girl. under the impression <laughs> yeah. for some time Very that is excellent. what happened. I thought that's what happened. So this whole matchmaker story is, all I'm saying is it's news to moi. Right. Okay. But it's quite 70s, which I like, but yeah. I think they realised it's not very Christmassy. It's not very Richard Curtis, the Michael Caine story, is I it? Think, I think Saw her match- on the telly, loved her, called up her people. Can't be more Christmas than a matchmaker. <laughs> True enough. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> um, However what? they met, it's happening. 
So there you go. But she said she didn't know who he was. You know, that old one. I know. Come on, you can't you say know. that about Prince Harry. I know. When people... Uh, there was... Got the amount, cool. of, the amount of women who said to me, I didn't even, you know, didn't really know who you were. Right. Well, the, fa- get... the fact <laughs> I was on stage with that microphone. Yeah. I I they say it a lot. Your house yeah. is full of Frank Skinner posters. It's all right to that... go out with someone because he's a prick. I mean, if you fall for someone, you fall for the whole package, so the physical and the you know the job and everything. But yeah. I, Fair I think enough. maybe they think it's better to make it more Richard Curtis and say a mutual friend. I understand. Might have been Tinder. That. We don't know, do we? Oh uh, yeah, high class yeah. Tinder. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That probably is an exclusive. You know, that's what they call. Win- that's what they used to call Windsor Castle. <laughs> Well, that's where they're getting. Come on, that was a Windsor Castle fire, Joe. It was really good. Frank, I loved it. For history fans, Um, yeah, it was that long ago. This news in, I think I read. This is from four five seven. Meghan was to be baptised and confirmed C of E prior to the wedding. So I'm sorry to tread on your dreams, Frank. I've gone off her. (laughs) That really? That's an outrage. Yeah. To change one's essential beliefs <laughs> to marry into money. Well, is that good? I That's awful. I mean, I'm still gutted about the Armada not making it. <laughs> <laughs> that, she's, she's changing the religion. So, I believe so. That, you know, Nicole Kidman did that to marry Tom Cruise. Mm, you see where that ends up. Yeah. What if she? Um, what if she was an atheist? May I bring atheism to it? What if she said, I don't well, want a church out, wedding? Then keep out the Catholic <laughs> schooling system, give somebody else a place. Anyway, we should. This is, this is not a uh, religious uh, show. No, not by, by no means. <laughs> you don't yeah. think? Look, I. Um, I Do I, you like them as a couple, though? I like him. Sure. Well, but, any, any high profile ginger is good by me. As you know, well, you may know I have a ginger son, and since then I have become, as I've said, to gingers what. Joanna Lomley was to the Gurkhas. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that didn't work out. You see, I'm more, I like her and I'm not so keen on him, I'm afraid. Oh, really? Oh. There's something a bit sort of like those blokes that post on Facebook and there's a picture of the ring and the boy done good. Oh, he's, right. I'm not so sure about him. I think he's punching and he knows it and you, I'm pleased for him. He's above average princely status. Yeah, but look prince, at the state of it. If a prince can't get an attractive woman, <laughs> then... I'm pleased because he's times indeed. Yeah, no, in in his youth, he's uh, he's been in out of, in and out of the papers for this various bits and God, bobs. Oh, and I didn't know where that was going. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's a reformed like playboy as well. That, yeah, yeah, I think there's a nice thing of like if you yes. just leave people, let them get stuff yeah. out of their system. They exactly. might end up being nice. We won't. What's we won't family. see another Nazi armband <laughs> out of here. Don't worry about that. Those days are gone. <laughs> well, I, I'm. I'm you know, never say never. God but. rest you, Jerry Mendelman. I think that was his. Um, that's what it said on his Christmas cards that year. But um, what put me up? I'll be honest. I mean, Go I on. don't know them. Kath met him recently, my partner, and oh. said he was very lovely. Right. Really, that's good enough for me. I was, and I thought she's. You know, I mean, I can only judge her by she's. Um, you know, she's an attractive woman. I don't think we're going to dispute that. Yeah, but I looked, I looked her up on Wikipedia. First thing it said. Actress, model, humanitarian. Well, right. I mean, that put me off. <laughs> <laughs> Who calls herself a humanitarian? It might have been a Wikipedia. Well, am I a humanitarian? Do. No, I don't think so. No. Comedian, humanitarian. Well, you don't know, do you? <laughs> Keep it secret. I'm not after the honours. <laughs> Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. There's something I learned about uh, Meg Han. Oh, yeah. Yes. That, um, 
She was a briefcase girl on the American Deal or She was on Deal, Deal or No Deal. Deal. Is that right? She was oh. one of the, you know, the briefcase girls are open up and show. Over there, they don't have sort of, you know, Dave from Luton on. Right. They yeah. have, um, well, just a load of very, if I may say so in the modern climate, very beautiful women. Right. Yeah. And uh, they open up the boxes in a sign of a slightly saucy way. Huh? Mm. I mean, I don't think she should have done that publicity picture um, last week, <laughs> holding open the box with Harry's personal wealth figure. <laughs> no, that's not right, is it? Thirty-four million he's worth, apparently. Is he? Is that all? What's his job again? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a funny worth, job it's though. When million. they say the prince, it sounds so glamorous. It is basically working in the civil service, isn't it? Basically, yeah. except you not, don't have a lanyard. No, you don't get thirty-four million in the uh, civil <laughs> service. He hasn't been working that long. He only left school. Um, was it August? About three yeah. weeks. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Do they yeah. pay their own way largely these days, though? Eight, twelve, no. fifteen. I like it when Do they say the, the Queen's got a lot of private way. wealth. Yeah, where did you get that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's a happy occasion. Everyone's happy, well, except ev- for Rylan. Everyone, bar Rylan Clark Neal. Why is Rylan not happy, Al? Fuming. <laughs> he's fuming. I bet it smells lovely when he fumes. Though. I bet it does. Actually. Oh, yeah. He smells lovely, Rylan. Fordy. Yeah. He smells a Fordy. Do you reckon too many squirts? Do you think he? No. Uh, you well, think he sprays I've twice and just walks into it? <laughs> is that what you think? What do you think he wears, Tom Ford, or a bit of Body Shop Vanilla? No. Could be something expensive. Won't oh, it? I be something lovely yeah. and pricey. He's gone anyway. a bit. Um, he's gone a I love bit, that man. Um, wild, a bit feral, just lately. Rylan, you used to have a very, very um, carefully manicured beard, cropped beard, and now yeah. he's got like he might have been on a desert island for say not ages, but say a month, right? And hasn't quite kept that on. Oh, yeah. Good. Good. Glad but he was angry it. because there isn't going to be a bank holiday. That's that was the he, thing. He said, "Well, what's it? the point?" He, yes. What's the I point love, of well, a marriage the if there's not going to be a bank holiday? It's not going to be a bank holiday. And then he yelled, well, I'm having the day off anyway. And I think that, everyone so... around him says, well, you're self-employed, you can. <laughs> I, I don't think this is an issue. Also, Why are you raising your voice, Ryland? I bet he doesn't. If he's offered the right stuff, he'll be there. He'll oh, yeah. be there. Also, that's not going to be suspicious, is it? He's publicly stated, I'm having a day off anyway. And then he'll be off. Do you think he'll be sacked? He's <laughs> no, a, a national treasure, Ryland. I think someone now. needs to sit him down and explain to him the joys of self-employment, or that you can have days off when other people are doing stuff and you don't have yeah. to apologise for it. I Just, haven't noticed that. You, you're a workaholic. You don't have to. I yeah, bet he'll be um, <laughs> cracking open the rosé on... Uh, I can see him now. Well, I've heard some terms <laughs> for it. <laughs> <laughs> Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. I would just panic if I was her. I just think, what if someone comes forward and tells an unsavoury anecdote about me? Well, that could happen to anyone, couldn't it? It's usually in the best man's speech. He might be (laughs) panicking about what if someone (laughs) comes forward and tells an unsavoury anecdote about me. This is true. They tend to operate at close shop there. Will it be Will's? Or one of the... I think it's going to be someone in red trousers and a friendship bracelet. (laughs) Definitely. Yeah. Um, I think maybe they're overdue a best woman in the uh, oh. rock roll wedding. Oh, modern yeah. Age. Well, I don't think we can steer the ship towards that modern in one wedding, surely. No, be more what, gradual. what they'll be eschewing blood sports next thing we know. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's... Uh, it's changed, hasn't it? I mean, Ryland Clark Neal getting so vexed about it, I don't understand why he thinks that his... Uh, like, <laughs> 
<laughs> what next? We're going to ask Nicholas Witchell what he thinks of I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here. It seems... Um... Does Nicholas Witchell believe in the Loch Ness Monster? If I remember rightly, he does. Nicholas Witchell, yeah, I think he? he does, yeah. Oh, OK. Was so it turns out we have asked Prince Nicholas Charles Witchell some of the weird things. referred to as, I hate him, that yeah. terrible man. Yeah, yes, that's the one. <laughs> because there was another great <laughs> thing. Did you notice? Know, that's what he'll always be known as. Yes. I hate that one. Um, there was a great thing during the photo call where they came out, answered some questions and then went back in and you heard uh, one of the photographers going, is that it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> la- which kind of killed the mood. Mm. It, uh, Jeremy Corbyn has wished them a long and happy marriage. Make your mind up. <laughs> Come on, mate. Do you want to get rid of him or oh, not? Oh, because he's anti... You're right, yeah, yeah. Got you. Interestingly, by the way, there was no bank holiday when Prince Andrew... Married um, there Sarah is. Ferguson. No, but is it an anti-ginger thing by the way? <laughs> Maybe. Sarah Ferguson, the last great, I think you'd say, royal family. That worked out really well, that royal one. Family. Well, you know, they're still together. Are they? Well, not, I mean, not in but, marriage, but I think they're well, still they very close. Well, they had one of these conscious uncouplings. It was quite modern, wasn't it? Did they? I yeah. think they still hang out a bit, don't they? Mm, mm. I believe so. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I, I'm trying to say something that won't get me into prison. Okay. I'll leave Good it. Luck. I'll leave it with that. Yeah. Um, I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. The other thing I read about her, what about this, is that she used to be a freelance calligrapher. Yes. I mean, no. What? I like that. Why, how much work do they get? <laughs> she does a lot of work with her hands opening the suitcase. Yeah. yeah. Calligraphy. I bet that if it says like you know the two hundred pound, I bet two hundred dollars where she's working. It's beautiful. Yeah. I bet she replaces it with a beautifully hand. <clears throat> I wonder if she does that. What we used to call as kids, we used to call them um, because we didn't know the fonts. No, no. we used to call it uh, Robin Hood writing. Oh, oh yeah. And it, at the palace, there must be loads of little signs. That the sort of slightly gothic Hood. font, the goth energy drink font. I call it. I think it would be because. Um, Robin Hood was a popular TV. This mm. is the original with Richard Green. I think. Yeah, I don't know if it's the Riding original, through the Glen. This but Robin I, I Hood. I mean, yeah. not. Um, there was a Jason Connery one. Was the not? Yes. The Hooded Man. This was before that. This was. Oh um, this mm. was. He called a band of outlaws to a tavern on the green. It was that one. Mm. And right. it used to have Robin Hood writing, which is sort of. Um, I don't know. Sort well, of. I would call it Saxon um, font. It's yeah. plasma writing. You know, when you get to an event and there's a little white card. Yes. It's called plasma. I bet she did that. She does all the plasma. Hey, she That'd could be do great them. at the wedding. Save mm. a bit of money because yeah. I'll say I think it'll be an expensive wedding. This, so if they've already saved a few Charles quid is on paying, the plasma, apparently. Is he? Uh, yeah. That is good of him. From yeah. the sausages money. <laughs> is that what he's from? <laughs> he makes money from those sausages now. He does now. make a bit, yeah. That's Frank's friend. He gets on well Do you with think him. there was a chat where he said, I'm getting married, and Charles went, I'll take it out of the sausage money. It's OK. <laughs> yeah. I'll take the sausage money. <laughs> I think we've had a very we've good had, winter. We've had a good year on the sausages. So, uh... Don't worry, son. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he does that. I, uh, I really hope he does that. We've had a string of success, as it were. As it were. <laughs> oh, oh, pardon my pun. <laughs> Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. Oh, Frank, uh, we've had a text from uh, 716 who said, uh, his name's Paul from South America. He said, I'm a Cockney, it's the first one. Which I think means... Uh, oh. No, no, I'm saying, Artie. Artie, not... 
auntie. See, if I think if I was saying uh, my auntie Lynn, that'd be all right. But if I'm calling her auntie, I think maybe I'll be a bit off saying auntie. Right. Sorry, auntie. I don't know, it's tricky. It is tricky. Yes. I, I, I do think Danny Dyer is the man to they help should, us. They should, they, well, they should have booked him. <laughs> yeah. But anyway. You can't give them casting tips, though, at this no, stage. No, no. Not now. You've, have you got the gig? Is it an actual I've gig got in the, the gig. diary? I've got oh, the gig. Oh, this is great news. Oh, well, hopefully still after this morning. Nobody mentioned <laughs> it. I don't want them hearing the workshopping, Frank. Nobody mentioned the Cockney thing to me, but he says things like cush tea and stuff like oh, that. Wow. I thought, well, there's no one no get He eats jelly deals at one point. Does he really? Does he? <laughs> Oh, there's no Cockney stone left unturned. Is Does he not? do the Lambeth Walk? Horsey Dan. <laughs> anyway, so... Um, oh, actually, I would like to discuss... I mean, it's in the royal family. OK. Literally, because there was some Prince George news this week. Yes. I know you're a George fan, Frank. Am I? Well, I say that with a certain amount of sarcasm. <laughs> OK. Because you. previously you said he again. looks like a bit of a bruiser. Oh yeah, but that's not that's not a bad thing. Some kids are like that. Yeah, he does um, combine two of my favourite dog names. What's that? Prince and George. Prince and George. <laughs> <laughs> Can't go wrong with those. Well, he went to visit Santa in Helsinki. Oh yeah. And see, Boz went to see, but we just went like twenty minutes up the road. Right. <laughs> a shopping centre. Yeah. He... I I think there's an element of fake news in this story. Do you go on? Why? I do, because. Well, I mean, what is he for? And apparently he was given a choice of, oh, what would he like for Christmas? And it says in the article that he wrote, in big, clear writing, police car. I've seen the list. They showed it. Well, they showed the writing. They showed yeah, Prince you know, William Did it look like an adult writing with their <laughs> left hand? Because if a four-year-old writes police clearly, then they're a child prodigy. But you're not, you're would, not allowing for the education level. Surely it would be like P-L-E-S, yeah. like police car. There's no way, unless he's, you know... Well, he'd only written down, I think he. it was on one of those forms where you had, like, five options. He could write a list of five for okay. the children to fill out. And I noticed he'd written on the third line, not on the first, so yeah. not that much of a child prodigy. He's but working out what line he is he to could the... He uh, being humble as well. <laughs> he's leaving room for Danny Dyer at number four. Yeah, exactly. He uh, had written only down the one request, which I thought showed him in a great light. Yes, mm-hmm. And he had, as you say, he'd opted for police car. Weirdly, one of the things that he will have all through his life. Yeah? Yeah. Around, well, I mean, he might it. <laughs> no, but it'll always be there. So I, I, he doesn't really need his own, Well, he'll it? always, always have an escort. I mean, police escort, yeah. I hasten to add. <laughs> yeah. Well, we Ooh. don't know. We don't know where we'll go. But um, my, uh, my child, I mean, there are stranger requests. I asked, I asked Buzz what he wants for Christmas. He said, I'd like one of those... Um, those bells that you uh, hit, like the hotel reception bell. <laughs> Great gift. Hotel What's child. one of those? I mean, I've got one of those. but Have um, you? Yeah. I suppose oh. I should get a new one. That's I'm just worried. I've, 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 there's potential for abuse there, isn't there? <laughs> right. Dad, yeah. it's a minute, it's a minute. Ding. 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 It's yeah. a bit little Lord Fauntleroy, isn't it? by January. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I, um, I think I probably asked for a panda car when I was... Uh, do you remember panda cars? They were police cars, but they were called panda cars. Hold it, they were called panda cars because they were pale blue and white striped. Oh, is that why? Like pandas are. You know how pandas are pale blue (laughs) and white. They were lazy then. Yeah, but why were they called panda cars? 
I is twelve it, fifteen. Is it because the American ones were black and white? Is that why it would have been? And it would have travelled across the uh, water. Oh, I don't think things travelled across the water then, did they? I mean, mm. Cilla Black was having hits with Dionne Warwick, Warwick songs mm. because the, the the records hadn't come over yet, so oh, I can't yeah. see the police cars on their way. All right, well, eight twelve fifteen. <laughs> yeah. Why were panda, pandas, are pandas pale blue and white striped? <laughs> is the question. A bit, there'll be some naturalists. Skinner, Dean and Cochrane. Together, The Frank Skinner Show. Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochrane. Text our show, please, on 8.12.15. Follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio or... Email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Shall I try it in uh, Mike Cotney thing? Yeah. Oh, lovely. Text the show on 8.12.15, follow the show on Twitter, at Frank on the Radio, or email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Very good. I like that. It sounded like one of those voiceovers for, like, I don't don't know what. It sounds, yeah. It's good. And we have been texted, by the way. Oh, good. We have had texting. Um, We've had a lot of texting over the pandas. We're running various... We have had a lot pandas, of... Pandas, they've gone mad over Have they? You know, you were asking why police cars were called panda cars. There's when they some... were blue and white stripes. Yeah, like, it's not because pandas are blue and white. It's not even dark. It's like a dark navy that could be mistaken for black. It was pale blue. There's a whole exactly. mixture of opinion on this. Oh. Um, have I uh, opened a can of... Um... A veritable, <laughs> oh, okay. veritable... Um, uh, 690 has texted, the police cars used to be a Fiat Panda, hence the nickname. No way. Yeah, I'm not having yeah. that. Ford Anglia, I think. I'm not having that. I don't think... And also there's various other opinions that yeah. will contradict that. Yeah. Um, 597 has said Panda stands for Pursuit and Arrest. It's nothing to do with how they're painted. Pursuit and, and Arrest. arrest. Pan- he's, he's been doing, working on his Cockney accent. Panda. Panda. Oh, yeah. <laughs> No, it doesn't what work. about no, why no love for a suit or rest? <laughs> I mean, they've just taken the headlines from those three no, words. That's not good enough. I can't just I pick and choose panda. like that. No, 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 that's how very language thorough. works, though. It becomes <laughs> leaner, doesn't it? Panda cars. <laughs> old fashioned. Suit and arrest um, cars. Panda Michael cars. Michael Coulter has got in touch. Hi, Frank not and Michael. team. They are called <laughs> panda cars due to people watching Z cars on their black and white tellies. Hashtag true story. Oh, so that's they thought Michael. they were black and white. Well, yeah, well, that's Michael. I mean, you say a hashtag lot of... true story. I say hashtag <laughs> will be the judge of that, <laughs> which is quite a lot to hashtag. I mean, they, they did exist in the streets as well. You know what I mean? So they would have seen them live as well as right yeah. on Z cars. They weren't just an imaginary thing on a telly. There were a lot no, of people <clears throat> suggesting that they, um, for example, two three two. Cash strap police forces bought white cars and blue or black cars and swapped the doors because they couldn't afford to pay for painting the doors on each car. Yeah. <clears throat> and he adds... It's true. Sorry, Al. I was... A, sorry, Al. Yeah. He adds, I, it's true... Alec Douglas Holmes, Britain. He says, I, it's true, I was a Glasgow Rosa, which is, um, oh, as a you Rosa. know, common oh, vernacular. Oh, And then adds the uh, LTLFTC, which I... Think stands for long term listener, first time call. Oh, I thought he was going to say it was his uh, number plate on his panda <laughs> car. <laughs> so, you, told, you two have been um, working together, have you not? We this, have. This week. Indeed. 
Um, the mini my Emily, back's turned. Emily Dean interviewed me after I did a stand-up set for uh, yeah. Absolute on Sunday evening. How was that? I had the purple mic in his face. It was all right. Yeah. Well, How again. was the interview or the gig? <laughs> Some of the terminology today is leaving me. I'm so sorry. Yes, uh, it's not intentional. He's trying his best to not be bawdy, but... You I know. can't help it. It's in me. It's in me. Um, what's what's that music? music? It might be someone in the uh, Golden Square. We're being serenaded, Frank. Oh, yeah, maybe they can't hear it at home. Yeah. We, <laughs> might so, be my ringtone. Might be Santa. No, I yeah, think... there is a noise. There's there something is a very noise. loud. But anyway, we had... It was an absolute radio... It was for Stand Up To Cancer, and it was a charity gig. And Al was on the bill. Alan Carr on the bill. Carr on the bill uh-huh. Rob Beckett, Russell Kane, Tom Allen. Z- lovely Zoe, who often sits in this chair. Zoe Leon? Yeah, I told yeah. her she was a bit good. I said, you don't want people to be that good when they stand in for no. you. Yeah. <laughs> now, you want to do Alex Ferguson yeah. and say, get David Moyes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way to work it out. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Um, we're just going to lower a blind, so there may be another noise in the background. There we go, that's perfect. Thank you so much. I was getting low winter sun right in my eyes. Changed. Which I think we all know is um, a hazard whilst driving. Yes. Yeah. I'm the motoring correspondent on the show, after all. <laughs> Indeed. Never forget your roots, Alan. Um, I, uh, I'll tell you what, as motoring correspondent, Frank, you really have lit up the switchboards with the um, Panda Cars discuss. Yeah. Um, 989 has texted, Panda cars were not pursuit and arrest. They were the non-pursuit vehicles, still are. I am a Met Police inspector. Don't actually know the reason they're called pandas, but that is not it. <laughs> <laughs> I like to apply his credentials big yeah. time and then... Well, not knowing. <laughs> respect to him for admitting he doesn't know yeah. everything. Yeah. yeah. When he says still are, does that mean they've still got panda cars? They're still saying panda cars, it would seem. Oh, also... Ah, yeah. uh, oh, no. You suggested that uh, the band Travis should have gone, why does it always snow on me, to Just, cash in yeah, on the Christmas Chris, market. Christmas yeah. Uh, 212 has suggested, why does it always reindeer on me? I mean, that is... That's great work. I like that a lot. Trevon. Yeah. Uh, oh, somebody oh, else oh. is saying panda was patrol and normal duties. Well, why don't they cover all the letters? Yeah, what about I don't the like this just taking letters at what will. What about if it was called Patrol and Normal Duties, actually? <laughs> <laughs> Love that Richard Curtis film. Very good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> normal Duties is, uh, is the thing I like very much. <laughs> what does that mean? Can I say, by the way, before we go back to you working together, that I got um, a very nice um, message from... Gemma, Janice and the team at the South Australian Tourism Commission. Can Lovely. Yes. Um, and they say the first ever day night ashes test starts in Adelaide <laughs> on Saturday. Anyway, they sent me a pink kookaburra. You do all the voices, don't oh, you? Oh, really? Um, you can wear that with your pink jumper. <laughs> yes, it's a cricket ball. <laughs> <laughs> um, because it's a day-night test. Oh, I see. see. They use a pink thing so that it, it, oh. it works in daylight but also works in the uh, floodlight. So they've sent me a pink kookaburra, which is nice. Lovely. And a bottle of uh, wine yeah. and oh. a bottle of beer. Mm-hmm. Oh. So I thought, you know, to hell with it. <laughs> Dear. I, I'm going to get drunk and throw the cricket ball at a policeman. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's been good working yeah. with you. <laughs> yeah. I really enjoyed our little run. Yeah, yeah. I, um, I spent some time in Adelaide with a man known as the Goat Prince. You're kidding. 
No, his dad. It, kid, oh, I got it. Oh, so no, no, lovely. That, that was a good joke and no buts. <laughs> <laughs> um, his dad had bought a lot of uh, sheep, what you get nice um, wool off. What are they called? Oh, merino. Oh, oh is it merino Lambs? wool? I know the alpaca, but Lambs. that's a different thing. <laughs> no, not sheep, uh, goats, rather. Oh. Oh, OK. So he was known oh, as the right. goat. Is it? Is it? Is it? Yeah, you have the goat, like yeah. The pashmina type. The chartouche ones. as well, there's all well, sorts. So he'd bought, yeah. his dad had bought a lot of goats, this Adelaide businessman, and then his son, he became known as the goat king, so his son was known as the goat prince. Huh? Mm. And he got involved in uh, putting on comedy shows for British comics. So. Mm. Yeah, so I, I spent some time with the goat prince in, uh, <laughs> in Adelaide. Okay. Mm. No beard. <laughs> I'd have gone for the beard, but, you know, people, they don't follow it through. No. Anyway, thank you, guys, and um, I'm a recovering alcoholic. <sighs> Lovely. Happy <sighs> Christmas, everyone. Every, Very happy, happy Christmas. to receive a cricket ball, though. Oh, I'll say. <laughs> you I were. I was. Really happy. That's hard to send in the post, isn't it? It was in a lovely uh, presentation box. Oh, that's <laughs> good, yeah. You don't want it on its own. I, um, uh, I, I will say this about the little Sunday night gig that we did at the London Palladium. Palladium. I've never played there before. Oh, Rob Beckett, young man, um, funny, very funny. Will no one rid me of this troublesome <laughs> priest? <laughs> he, uh, he asked me when I was upstairs in the uh, changing room areas if he could borrow some gel. I'm really? sure it was gel that he asked for. Oh, okay. And when I looked, he said, "You got any gel, mate?" I think I think I was looking at him with a facial expression that said, "Whatever happened to dot 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 gel? Who still wears yeah, gel?" Yeah. And then he went, "Moose? Have you got any moose?" And I said, <laughs> "I think I might have some styling wax, but that's oh. about it." Okay. I wouldn't have that. I think I still call it gel. Gel. Yeah. Calling what it he gel. meant was, have you got any product? No, I, his Hair face product. looked a little saddened sure at the idea of clay or wax. He didn't say gel. <laughs> 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 All right, gel. Yes. He, yeah. I tell He's you just what, calling me the Beckett, Beckett had a bit of beef with us. Oh, yeah. yeah. He told us off. Yeah. He told us off. Tell us what, what happened. Well, tell us what happened now. Well, there's a thing when people text in the show... We um we star them so that they're then them. there to be read to be reused readed to be readed in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I like to read them um, to be read aloud moments later. Aye. Um, and he said, "Ah, uh, oh, I'll tell you what, you guys did that unstar your text at the end of your show, do you? We've got to unstar. We spend about ten well, minutes unstarring all your texts. We got one favourite them. That's what you keep doing, and you're rubbing a nose in it. And oh, we don't get dear. as many texts." <laughs> Well, couldn't they read out the ones we've starred and forgotten? <laughs> they can't have our scraps. No. Oh, well, we'll stop that. Yeah, I think we're going to have to start yeah, unstarring yeah. our texts. I don't want any Bacchettian problem. <laughs> no. No, but he'll be useful for you with the Cockney accent. Well, it's oh, yours was yeah. pretty good, I thought, that you just did. Oh, I think nothing. I've got the worst Cockney accent of the three of us, <laughs> and I got the part. <laughs> <laughs> isn't that isn't that the way showbiz goes? Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. So I interviewed Al mm. and I had to sort of do research on him. Did you? Yes. Oh, did you? Because the man from Absolute... So what I'm else has he done? That's he's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> that is a good question. Uh, I yeah, often wonder yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know he's done Room 101. He you? said, uh, well, I didn't prepare a biog on Alan because you know him so well. He said I didn't think it was appropriate. Yeah. 
That's wow. good. Couldn't I be do, but I don't. But what I, I found anyway. out one for safety. <laughs> what I found out, he meant he meant well. I found out that it said um, he did a lot of him. He had a collection of impressions when he was younger. Oh god! I read this oh, up about him, so yeah. I thought I'd put him on the little spot. Oh, yeah. I said, "Give us one of your impressions." Oh, yeah, what did I do? You did a great Frank Spencer. Yeah, I did Frank Spencer. Did I do David Bellamy? Uh, did I no. mention David I think, Bellamy? Yeah, you did mention him and Prince yeah. Charles. Yeah. No, Harold, Harold not Prince Charles. Harold Macmillan, you did, did you? <laughs> at the at the pinnacle of my impressions career, I think I was eleven years old, and uh, I think <clears> I did. <throat> Uh, Frank Spencer, David Bellamy, and um, uh, Jimmy Cricket. Wow. And, yes. And oh, yes, you mentioned I, him. I think I did a little flashy bit at the end of my little turn uh, where I muddled the voices up on purpose. Mm. I was 11. It was more cute than accurate, I think. When I was 11, I did a very good Claire Matley. Oh, yeah, how did that go? <laughs> yeah, it was, it was all right. Well, wait till you hear my Neville Chamberlain. Um, there was a bit of an awkward moment, though, Frank. I had a bit of a diva moment. Uh-oh. Mm. With me? No, not with you. Oh, of course. Uh, we had a great that. time. They've all blurred into one for me. A so. man came <laughs> over to me moments. and said, they would gifted us a lovely Roberts radio. Oh, I don't know if I'm oh, allowed yeah. to mention that, I but anyway. I should think you are. And you know one of those Very nice, nice retros? Gift. Really nice gift. I know. And it was in the, the dressing room. I've Googled how much they are, obviously. They're really nice. Did you get gift. one of those? Yeah, when sure, Bob Monkhouse yeah. gave me a watch. I didn't Cross. even go home. I went straight to a jeweler's. <laughs> uh, and a, a man... The bloke said to me, you'll be able to swim in it. I said, that's amazing. I can't... I couldn't I can't swim, swim before. <laughs> it's a good watch. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Everybody. He didn't laugh. He did not... He not a smile. Oh, tough crowd. A man in a sort of black T-shirt, one of the backroom staff, came over to me mm. and said, oh, did you get a... Is there a radio in your room, in your dressing room? I said, yes. He said, I'm going to have to have that back. Oh, what? I said, I beg your pardon. He said, yeah, we're going to need that radio back. I said, but I was given it. He said, no, I know, but we're one down. So oh, we need it back. no. So I said, oh, no. right, OK, I was given this in good faith. I think I might have in used that faith. word. Yeah, I said, I was given this. It was put, placed in my dressing room. He said, yeah, but we need that radio back. He was getting a bit aggressive. Oh, no. I said, I'm keeping that radio. A woman suddenly came in. She went, are you talking about the radio mic for use on stage? He didn't mean the radio. The oh, poor man. It no. was, but I had already unleashed my fury. <laughs> what a wonderful <laughs> climb down moment that must have been. I had to say, oh, I'm glad we've cleared that up. Okay, I mean, I'll take my radio then and you can have your radio mic. Oh, Bye-bye. Verbally, wow. you must have been like a tennis umpire at the end of a shift there. Just, OK, I there's know. a lot of stairs I've got to climb down now off my high horse. I was somewhat humiliated. Oh. I won't lie. Well, why didn't he clear it up? <laughs> oh, but that's brilliant. Yeah. Trey Bond. Really good. Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Anyway, uh, on a somewhat religious tip, uh, <laughs> we're approaching a religious festival. We are. Yeah. I mean, obviously, there's the ever ever present assault upon Christmas, but we are we are on our way towards Christmas, and there's been some very fun news stories regarding Christmas this year. One close to my heart: um, there's a man who's covered his old home in in tinfoil. <laughs> um, yes, and he's not, um, you know, he's not on the edge of sanity. He's done it as a cheap yeah. way of decorating. His, Twenty quid, and the whole. <laughs> 
the whole thing. I thought you'd love him, Al. I love him. So it's, In fact, I think he might be my new room. spirit animal. It's if, one uh, room. Oh, is he? Oh, I thought he'd done <laughs> the outside as well. Your spirit animal. <laughs> yes. The man who covered his home in tinfoil. 20 quid. You thought he'd done the outside as well. Why is he recreating the resting place of the turkey? Excuse me, says the man who's appeared in Doctor Who. I know. Don't criticise people for using tinfoil, my friend. Is it just the one room? That bit of the story. What if he'd done the room in tinfoil and then got some like roast potato bean bags? Brilliant. And he'd lied in the middle of it, naked, with his um, hands and feet tied together. (laughs) Be hard to know what community. I'd have turned up. (laughs) I love a bean bag. Oh, yes, that was... Uh, oh, dear. I did think that was... an eccentric character. That was a lot of tinfoil <laughs> well, for 20 quid. I was thinking maybe I... you got those extra wide rolls. You, you know, know what he needed for, for a big turkey? What he needed for the guests was um, some London marathon cloaks. <laughs> yes, very <laughs> useful. They would have been. Oh, man, the reflection in there. Would have been a hall of mirrors. I like most that he was 46 and he had about five grandchildren. Yeah, these are the, this is the modern world. Yeah. Legend! <laughs> he was um, well I thought it actually thought it looked alright it does I liked it it looks yeah. good I want to steal his style who's like a, an it girl society you know person you, oh. you, you know you spend a lot of time in uh, in, in posh environments and I you do. were impressed I, might I thought mind it with looked a, really effective I might do it with grease proof paper yeah. Oh no, that's a bit depressing. <laughs> just so depressing. Just trace your whole house. Oh, what a great yeah, exactly. Get a thick pencil. Also, he came out with a bit of a whatever happened to. He, he? described his wife. He said, "I thought she'd blew a gasket." Oh yeah. Now you don't get that meant much these days, do no, you? Blowing a, a gasket. That was a bit um, act your age, not your shoe size. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which I thought, as we were saying, talking last week, continental sizes has killed that remark. <laughs> True. Yeah, happy to act like a 36-year-old. Yeah, Love I'm, to I'm be 43. One. Act your age, 43. <laughs> <laughs> Rubbish. And Elvis used to cover the, or his people, used to cover the inside of his hotel room windows with silver paper before he arrived. All right. To give complete blackout, because like he often slept in the day. Early version of blackout blinds. Why didn't he just put, yeah... I don't think oh, they I were think around. He, then, he needed it thorough as well. Oh, did he? Yeah, I, used to, I love Elvis, as you know. I don't go to him for my life hacks. No, <laughs> he had some. Uh... I thought it was because he always needed some reminder of food, and he could associate that with the lining on the baking well, tray. This, yes. the, um... this is what's happened to the memory of the man just associated with. Uh, with right, listen, I was right a massive stuff. Elvis fan. Excuse me. I don't like the past tense. Okay, still am. Right. <laughs> Sorry, we can't end on that. Strange ending. You know he's no longer with us tonight, Frank. I do know that. um, I also know that his favourite colour was pink. Was it? Is that a fact? On a week when my son was teased at school because he likes pink and it's a girl's colour, I quote. Mm. And in fact, I posted posted a picture of me in a pink jumper on our website to show that um, that's correct. Yeah. Uh, Sorry, that that's wrong. Yeah. (laughs) Um, come on, give me an ending to this. Okay. This is the weakest link. Get out. <laughs> this is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. We've been talking about this character with the tinfoil living room. Mm-hmm. I'd like to make it a bit more glamorous on the Christmas front. I don't know if you could do that. <laughs> more glamorous than tinfoil. Talk about Beyonce's new Christmas jumper. It okay. costs. It retails at forty-two pounds. 
There have been some complaints, though. It's not without uh-huh. controversy. Yes, I say controversy and not controversy. <laughs> and that's because it's, well, I mean, the tagline on it, I believe it just says Beyonce's, is it holiday sweater? And yeah. that's it. So that's, that's Beyonce the, holiday sweater. And it's sort of a childlike slogan. writing. It's a bit right slogan here, yeah. 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 It's, I don't, it's childlike writing, but um, not no mention of a police car. <laughs> No. All I'm saying is there's Still no excuse. The, uh, if your catchphrase is sleigh, how can you have a Christmas jumper and not incorporate sleigh? That's it's a, a good, catchphrase sleigh. I never knew. What does sleigh, sleigh mean there? Sleigh is kind of, it means sort of fierce. It means you killed it, you would say in comedy oh, okay. terms, in a good way. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. is that right, young people? So yeah. what would she come off stage? It was the gig, slay. <laughs> That's what she'd say. People slayed would, it. Yeah. Would, she say would you say slayed it? She'd say slayed it. I ended yeah. with uh, Merry Christmas, everybody. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> slayed it. <laughs> oh, that very short fringe. Yeah. Um, but Dave no, Hill. You might, under a picture of her, you might write slay and then some fire emojis. Oh, right. I like oh, those. Okay. The, the youth are laughing. I like I'm, the I've fire arrived. emojis. Um, so the, the jumper could have had her yeah. as Father Christmas. Yes. And it could say Beyond Slay. Oh. Beyond Slay. Brilliant. <laughs> because it's Beyond Slay. First time you producers ever spoken on air and it was in response to Beyonce comment. Oh, yeah, it would be. <laughs> so, yeah, so all I'm saying is she missed an op there. Did she? Did she? <laughs> <laughs> that, that must be a bit lopsided. <laughs> She needs to check her file of facts more often. She does, see what, yeah. See I what her appointment had, I thought says. she had people there. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I, so, yes, it's a black jumper, which already is a strange choice for, mm. for Yuletide. Yes. True. And it just says Beyonce um, Christmas Beyonce, sweater. Yes, it's no, it a doesn't. Big... It doesn't. It says Beyonce holiday sweater. Oh, holiday sweater. Now, here's the thing. I think she might be doing her fans a favour because well, it's not just tied down to Christmas then, that. is it? You could, uh, no. yeah, she but could, come on. You could wear it at Easter, Beyonce holiday sweater. Well, it's the Easter holidays. So I'll pop I it think, on. I think she's covering. What about what about a oh. summer holiday when you've um, <laughs> spent the day on the beach? Your sunburns aching. Nice, what nice about jumper. the um, Ryan drops could wear cold. it on Harry and Meghan's wedding day <laughs> when he plans on taking a holiday? Yeah. You could. Uh, I'm you could picturing write the word bank on <laughs> on a bit of gaffer. <laughs> And then just stick it so it says Beyonce bang holiday sweater. Yeah. If it's a holiday, maybe on a bit of tin foil. Indeed, <laughs> yeah. You in that tin foil, you appear in one Doctor Who episode and you uh. go crazy. This is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. I would wear the Beyonce. Me too. Sweater. Wow, I'd pay a grand <laughs> to see that. Oops, I shouldn't have said that. Yeah. <laughs> the main reason I'd wear it is I, I couldn't get warm this week because absolutely everywhere I went it was freezing. The heating wasn't working in my house. When I went out it was freezing cold. And I thought the thing about this sweater is I'd be so embarrassed oh. yeah. that that would warm me up, be like an extra layer. That, yeah. The embarrassment. The embarrassment as a natural furnace. Yeah. 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 I'm calling it uh, squirmal. <laughs> oh, as opposed nice. to thermal. Very good. <laughs> because if you're, you know, just the blushing uh-huh. would would be, oh, give you a little glow, be like yeah. ready break. <laughs> Very good. 42 quid, it's a lot cheaper than um, Zoella's advent calendar. That's oh, a good I'd point. Christmas calendar, sorry. Holiday calendar. <laughs> yeah. I think um, Beyonce's probably think, well, I don't want any religions that won't buy it. Yeah. So I'll, I, won't, I won't be... Um, I agree with you over the black. It's not very Christmassy. It's a bit no. Christmas round at Johnny and Winona's, isn't it? I want a sort of red, green, maybe a pink. 
And some glitter. Pink. Pink. Yeah. No, I think it's got to be red and green for Christmas, hasn't it? Okay. Also, I thought she'd gone for the, that slogan, mm. uh, Beyonce Holiday Sweater, because it was a BHS exclusive. <laughs> oh. <laughs> So I, I thought she good. Done well, a I deal with British Home Stores. I hate to break it to you. <laughs> Some bad yeah. news. About BHS. Yeah. Has it gone? I think it's yes. gone. Oh, has he? Yeah. Fred, sir. Yes. We've got some well, sad maybe news before, to catch Maybe this on. has been a long negotiation with Beyonce's people. <laughs> yeah. In the yeah. days before she had the accent, she was known as Bay once. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, has it really gone, British Home Yes, wow. it has. Wow. Yeah. Don't yeah. talk to Philip Green about you heard, it. You heard, you heard it here last. <laughs> really last. That's terrible news. <laughs> it's such a great oh, When you say news. <laughs> well, it's going to really upset the people listening to Absolute 80s. It's quite a it's such a brilliant name for a shop as well, British Home Store. Just as you go there for your tin hat, your gas mask. <laughs> also, got to buy one, get one free this week, and buy one bayonet. <laughs> oh, well, we end the show on an absolute shocker. British Home Store's got... Humdinger. <laughs> oh, story. man. Um, I feel a little bit nauseous. <laughs> Anyway... God, um, wait till we tell him about Woolworths over brunch. If you feel nauseous, how does Philip Green feel? <laughs> that's, that's terrible news. Um, so, um, thank you so much for uh, listening. And after several requests, might I say, if the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, we'll be back again this time next week. Goodbye. The Frank Skinner Show on Absolute Radio. Back Saturday morning from 8. Tune in live for the full Frank experience. Salute Radio.